I just have a very hard time expressing my emotions and I can't stop from yelling. So I'm very sorry, I don't mean to offend you, but I'm not gonna stop yelling. That's right, we are mature. I know she's a one seed, but she feels like a Cinderella story. <laughs> she kinda and, is. And I feel really good about it. Gordy, did you just get bitched out? Oh yeah. Every day of my life. What'd you do now? Not a damn thing. Oh, exactly, that's the, the damn problem. <laughs> hey, so All Hogs Sports Pod tweeted, How does anyone guard Smith? And I replied to it and said, If you find out, let Sean Wade know. <laughs> what's happening, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Did you enjoy hey, how's it going? Because I feel like you're not. Wait, what's up? I feel like you're not enjoying this football game very much. No, nah, I mean, this isn't exactly what I was picturing. I mean, oh, actually, it, was, it is what I was picturing, but it wasn't what I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, dude, Devonta Smith's crazy, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear us talking? We're trying to figure out if he goes over or under 250. Yeah, I did hear that. I don't see how he doesn't get – oh, well, actually, nope. There's now he's going into the right tent, now. so so maybe he, maybe he goes under. Oh, wow. That's the only thing that was going to keep him under 250 is an injury. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Sean Wade definitely wasn't. Oh, God. I, I he, know that, like, you're a that. corner. I, I know you're a corner and you're a cocky guy, but, man, you just wrote a giant check you couldn't cash. <laughs> what did he say? He said he wanted to He wanted to make sure he was guarding him or something? Yeah, you said he wanted them all – you said you already know who I want to cover. Yeah. All day I mean, or something like that. Dude, and it's like – you can get torched, but he put all this attention. I wouldn't have even noticed who was defending him if he wouldn't have said something. Yeah. I mean, like, I was actually – I was looking forward to that matchup just knowing uh, how good Sean Wade was. But, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said anything that would have been leaked publicly. Uh, although, I don't know if y'all watched LSU and Bama's game, but uh, Derek Stingley, our corner, he got real pissed uh, at the coaching staff during the game because they wouldn't let him guard – uh, Devonta Smith. And, I didn't and, like. That. I watched the game, but I did not see that. Yeah, so it, it was like kind of like an underlying thing. Like you probably only would have known about it if like you really, really followed. Um, so like going into the locker room at halftime, they they showed a shot. It was like very brief of Derek Stingley like running up to Coach O, and he's like yelling at him, and they're like kind of got into it a little bit. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a little bit of that, and maybe. And, Maybe that's what uh, – maybe Sean Wade knew about that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, LSU definitely didn't make sure that our best corner was on him. Well, LSU did a lot of um, interesting things on defense this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. If y'all, if y'all want to talk about that, then I might just leave. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're here to talk about something else. It's, um, it's Alabama football. Jack, yeah, you want no, I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> Here, here's something you do want to talk about. You want to plug all y'all stuff real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so we're a one team, one podcast. Uh, we've been doing this since – so the first day we recorded was two days after COVID hit. Um, and we've been having fun ever since. It's me and my uncle. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know. We're uh, – we're kind of just having fun with it. There's a couple other podcasts in Baton Rouge that um, 
that are a little too serious and we we kind of like to take things a little bit more easy about yeah. lsu sports and uh it's been a fun time we're, we're having a good time well I saw you uh, You reported that Bo Pelini turned down a new job offer. Yeah. That's, a real <laughs> that's actually – that's my uncle. Any, anytime you see us report any uh, of sauces. that, like, parody, yeah, the sauces and all that, that's always my uncle. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm usually – like, if you see any office quotes or anything like that, that's going to be me. Uh, how's the basketball team looking? Uh, it's pretty good. Y'all saw Cam Thomas? How y'all like that? Yeah, not not very yeah, well. It's good. <laughs> as much as you're liking this game tonight, that's how yeah, much. That dude's yeah, good at basketball. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I actually have. Uh, I was um after the Bama game, I got just like insanely drunk at the Bama game, and I left pretty early. But as I was leaving, I was on. I was I was walking to my car, and this guy came riding on a. He was like, you know, those like pedicabs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like bikes and they're they have like a little carriage behind it. And I just started running next to this guy and I was just being an idiot. And uh, he goes, Yeah, you know number six? That's my uh, that's my godson. I was like, You mean the guy who might win the Heisman in a couple weeks? And he goes, Yeah, that's him. <laughs> oh. uh, and I was like, Holy shit, let me get your phone number real quick. So so I got his phone number and I I don't remember any of this. I, my girlfriend had to tell me about it the next day, but I looked in my notes. And I have, I just have Devonta Smith's godfather's phone number. And I don't, I, I guess I'm going to do something with it at some point, but I, I, I haven't texted him or anything yet. I don't know if he'll remember yeah. it. He might've been fucking with me. I don't know. Get y'all, see if you can get an interview. And and then if you like get in the interview and you're like, this is obviously not Devonta Smith's godson or godfather. <laughs> then you just roll with it and keep bringing the guy on and see how yeah. far. Yeah. I mean, we just get him on as like a recurring guest. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy Alabama fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, that was that was pretty hilarious. Um, so, hold on. I got a question from. I thought about this earlier, but okay. I decided to wait for you because uh-huh. you know LSU. Devonte Smith or Jamar Chase as a college wide receiver. Oh, man, you know, if you would have asked me about this, what time is it? It's 930. So if you would have asked me about this about two and a half hours ago, I would have said Jamar Chase. But I mean, dude, there's just no one in the country who can guard this guy. I mean, I mean, how bad is Sean Wade's draft stock getting hurt? Tonight? Oh, man, I don't even know. <laughs> He's getting exposed. Although, like the most the most of the time that I'm watching this game, they've been in like zone and stuff and. Sean Wade hasn't even been on the same side of the field. He's been in front of Mechie for most of the game. I don't but know if y'all seen The two times that. I've seen him lined up against him, Devontae yeah, Smith Tosin. ran past him. Okay. I didn't see that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, no, there's – simply there's no one in the country who can guard this guy. No. I mean, st- so I, know that, like, I said earlier that Stingley uh, was pissed that he wasn't able to guard him this year, but last year he did guard him and – I think Smith went for 250 yards on us last year, so it's not like he would have made much of a difference. Is there? And, and I'm trying to I think. Know that, like, NFL goal. teams. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I know NFL teams don't overreact to one game too much, but like right. in the national championship game, no one can stop him. That's got to help Smith stock. Yeah. Like yeah. I, no, I know I, that like I'd they say... they try to look. At, they like to evaluate more than yeah. just look at one game, but. 
this is some unreal shit right and now. No, Devonta Smith might have worked himself into the top five of the NFL draft. And, and they've clearly game planned against him for ten fucking days. Like, yeah, yeah, that's been their number yeah. one focal point: is how do we contain this guy? And fucking Sean Wade might be like the third or fourth CB off the off the board. This yeah, year. he was first I mean, team All American. Right. It's. It, I mean. It's similar to what Jamar Chase did to AJ Terrell last year against Clemson. Yeah, but it's it's better. It's, it's I mean, he did everything level. that Jamar Chase did in one half. It's exactly. a different it's, level. That's insane. I mean, and I, I mean, got, like I feel good for the guy because he is from Louisiana. So I mean, that is good. I, I hate that he's playing for the Crimson, but um, it is cool that he's he's the first Heisman winner from Louisiana in like over sixty years or something. You know who the last one was? It was uh, – I know, but it, it was in 57 – it was 1957 or something like that. It was uh, John David Crow, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's hey, right. let's go. He <laughs> fight Texas Aggie. Oh, he played for A&M. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. I, I think he was the last one. Although, I, I mean, if uh, I, I heard you all talking about uh, the Heisman earlier and uh, I had the whoever the Texas guy was. I forgot his name. But uh, yeah. Andrew, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was saying that, like, the, the best player in the country should be the most outstanding player. And really, uh, if you want to go back to 2011, Tyron Matthew got snubbed for the highest. Yes. Oh, but, yeah. Well, yes. Was that the year that uh, – The same way Ndamukong Sue got snubbed yeah. in 2010, if you want to go that way. Yeah, they both got snubbed. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. See, the difference, definitely the difference that. Between... that was uh, – was that year Mark Ingram won it? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. The that difference was, between Matthew – My boy, Bo Pelini. the difference between matthew and and sue is that matthew did stuff with the ball in his hands as well that should have got yeah for sure i mean it's like it's the biggest like like you can relate it straight back to like charles woodson so like i didn't understand same deal and who won it over him it was uh oh it was i mean it was robert griffin so i mean rg3 was a stud but i mean i've never seen a defensive player change the game the way tyron matthew did yeah what I could talk I, about that all day. That, dude, that would we, we could talk about that forever. I'm not even an LSU fan, but like every once in a while, I'll just come across on YouTube, Tyron Matthew. Dude, he highlights, the best highlights. And it's like 45 <laughs> minutes long, and I watch every second of it because it's fucking <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how many times I've watched those highlights. Like, it's an ungodly amount. It doesn't the, make sense what he did. Yeah. He was – Yeah. Like it was – the best way I've tried to describe it to other people is it's like – a college player playing with middle schoolers, which like, yeah, because he would just, I'm gonna take this ball now, and he just <laughs> run the other direction. Yeah, and it was like the craziest part about it is that like you think about a player that's like that dominant, and you think of like a, you know, like a six three, two hundred forty pound guy who runs a four four. Yeah. Uh, no, he was five nine, hundred seventy pounds, ran a four five. Like wasn't wasn't anything like crazy physically. Just the honey uh, badger. Yeah, no, he just I've never seen someone who can just go up to a guy who's carrying the ball and just rip it out of his hands super yes. easily. Oh, he did yeah. it like multiple 10 times, times his, time. yeah. in that sophomore season. And he was a sophomore. <laughs> oh, hey, so man, I wish he could have uh, played his junior year. On the flip side of that, uh-huh. we were talking about down Heisman year, right? Yeah. Now, Johnny Manziel would have won the Heisman in 2012, no matter who was who else was in contention? Probably. But his his contestants for the Heisman were Colin Klein and <laughs> Manti Teo. 
Two of the most. Colin Klein, is that the Kansas State guy? Yes. The two most bullshit Heisman finalists possibly (laughs) ever. Like, legitimately possibly ever. Although Manti Teo had, like, ten interceptions that year or something crazy. Yeah, Manti Teo also got absolutely fucking exposed in the national championship. Eh, The national championship doesn't count for Heisman voting, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That dude and if it did, quote. Devonta Smith would have won the Heisman again. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is like, so you know, all the Heisman votes were already in, and Kyle Trask goes out and just lays a lays an absolute egg. Yeah. In the OU game. Otherwise, not if if they would have waited like another week or two, Najee would have gone to New York instead of him. Right. And I was just sitting there. I was like, man. Wait, instead of who? I'm sorry. Instead of Kyle instead Trask. of Trask. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. God. I was just sitting there, like, man, I wonder if any of these guys had Trask as their like Heisman winner, like voted yeah. him. No, I'm sure some did. I'm sure some did. Like he has some crazy to, numbers. Right. You have to yeah, look no, at that I mean, game and just be like, fuck. Right. I mean, like, you always gotta wonder with those guys that like are putting up crazy numbers like that, and even though they're putting up those crazy numbers, people are like, eh, is he really that good though? Like, those are always the guys that I'm like, nah, they're probably not that good. Yeah. If, if you have to question it, uh, even though they're putting up crazy numbers, you know. Okay. Speaking Real of quick. Heisman talk, I've always wondered this. Do you think Leonard Fournette should have won it over uh... – No. Over Derrick Henry? Yeah. No. no. Okay. I mean, in the game that year proved it. Yes. Okay. Uh, Just making sure. Because Leonard, I think he hey, – although it wasn't Leonard's fault. I mean, Les Miles kept running him into a brick wall. He got shut down, was, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And but to be fair to Leonard, I mean, dude, that Alabama front seven that year was the best front seven I've ever seen. In yes, I was about to say, I was about to say, Derrick Henry didn't have to run against Alabama's defense. No. That's yeah. the biggest plus for him. He would have ran for forty yards. Who yeah. all was on that front set? That Quentin Williams was young in that. Yeah, he was in there. What's the guy uh, with the beard and he's bald? Uh, C.J. Mosley? No. He looked like he was. I think CJ Mosley was on the defense, though. Oh, yeah. No, he might have been on the linebacking court, but I'm thinking of the grown ass Ashawn Robinson. Dude, honestly, I I wouldn't remember the names of any of them, but they were just. They're all in the league. Yeah. Yeah. You should go look at the NFL roster. Uh, Those guys were insane. Hey, go. But yeah, no, Derrick Henry was definitely, definitely had the better season. I think. And then I remember just a couple weeks later, Derrick Henry went for like 300 yards or something on Auburn. So and then that that pretty much sealed it. That was probably the last year that Alabama had like one of those truly elite Alabama style defenses where yeah they just suffocated people. That year in 2016, I mean fuck, they shut us out in 2016. So I mean yeah, I guess they were I pretty mean, good. They and then they shut us out in 2018 so. too. So I guess they were pretty good that year too. <laughs> I and, mean Alabama's defense is always like. Crazy good, but yeah, I mean they got talent all over. The place. I, I think that last year, year I feel only... like they've just gone too fast to be a suff like on offense to be a suffocating defense. Maybe I, so. I, I, I want to say it was either eighteen or nineteen the first year where I was like, these guys can be had, but by the right offense, and we are not that offense. But, no, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember what year it was, but it's it hasn't been very long, two or three years. Yeah, I mean last year Alabama's defense was pretty bad too. Yeah, um, not like it's you know you said that is the wrong. Like, that is the wrong. They're word. good. Like, yeah, they're good players. Like and they're four and five star guys all over the place and high four stars at that. Um, 
I do. I, I think it's just like when you score a lot of points, you're going to give up a lot of points. Yeah. You go too like fast just because. Yeah. And it's not even like, I don't even think it's like a speed thing, like a tempo thing. I think it's just like whenever you put up 45 points on the board, teams have to get desperate. And then when they get desperate, they score more points because it's just like a, you know, you're, when you're trying to score on every play, you're probably going to score more often. The problem with that is it's happened with Alabama all year long. Right. Alabama scores fast, scores fast, and then they wait for one mistake. And as soon as you make that one mistake, they bury you're you. fucked. Yeah. Because no, you're not going to stop and them. Because Ohio State was scoring with them for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. Alabama scored, went up 21 nothing, 21 to 14 in this game. And then I think Ohio State just didn't answer. And then at that point on, this game has just been over. Yeah. And Ohio State's just uh, been in like Alabama's recovery offense. mode. So Jalen's Jalen's not playing, but he's not healthy. Obviously, you can tell. Then Devonte Smith is out. They do look a little bit more uh, pedestrian that last drive without Waddle and Smith. Yeah, well, Smith uh, yeah. The, the offense is worse when they're missing two of the top eight receivers in the league in the <laughs> nation. That's a that's a good take right there. You think yeah, it's no, only top shit. eight? I think I'd say they're it's two of the top four probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what I was getting, I guess, yeah. the, no, that's yeah. true. The reason I said more pedestrian is because they still were able to go right down the field and they just couldn't get in the end zone. But not, they still have Najee Harris and they, Najee Harris and they still have one of the greatest offensive lines. So. Well, yeah. and you, you talk about like, here's the problem with Alabama, and here's why we're going to hate there Alabama goes. for a very long time. There we go. Because right. if you look at the recruiting class this year. They have four top 50 wide receivers. They walked into Dallas this year and told a guy, hey, you now have a committable offer for the first time all year long. A top 50 receiver or a top 50 player in the nation who was committed to LSU, Jojo Earl. Oh, fuck. The last last day. day. They walked in and said, now you have a committable offer. And he said, cool. And he bounced, yeah. No, that sucked. Cause I, was, I was really, I was really excited about JoJo Earl. JoJo Earl is probably the best playmaker from Texas since Jalen Waddle. Dude, yeah, no, he is. I mean, he's a Jalen Waddle. The like, he's that breed of guy. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, I mean, I mean he reminded me a lot of. Uh, he reminded me a lot of Jameson Crowder specifically. Uh, four, 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 How many times is that gonna get guy gonna get brought up today? It's like the third time we've talked about him. Jameson oh, Jameson Crowder? Yes. Yeah, we actually have talked really? about it. Really? Yeah, so we had a guy on that played for A&M in the Cotton Bowl, I mean the Chick-fil-A Bowl against Duke when he was on the team. It's, oh, you uh, played for Duke? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. He was, that dude was a fucking baller. Like, I know you see him in college and like – or in, in the NFL and he's good. Right, that he's just like a little slot guy. Ass up in the Chick-fil-A yeah? Shit, I don't remember that. I remember – that was the same night that LSU – wait. No, LSU wasn't playing that night. No, they – That was just like on New Year's Eve. I think I was just at a party or something. I was watching it like in the background. Yeah. And I, I saw the Duke – I remember game. seeing that Duke went up early and just thinking that it was over. Yeah, it was and ugly. Johnny I happened. checked the score later that night and it was not. Yeah. yeah. Then Johnny happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever took the over on the number of times Jamison Crowder got mentioned tonight, you won a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's the definitely. first money I'll win all fucking night. <laughs> 
Oh shit! What uh, what y'all got going on the show coming up? Y'all got anybody coming on? I saw y'all had a uh, was it ZVR the other day? Yeah, Von Rosenberg. We had him on the other day. He uh he came on during the season too, and uh, shit, I got people coming in. Okay. Uh, what's up? I'm on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, I completely got sidetracked right there. Cool. Um. What was it saying? Zach Von Rosenberg. Yeah, he came on earlier in the season and he came on like right after a practice or something. And uh, he was like, you could tell he was just like kind of on edge because there were like coaches around. And he didn't know what he needed, like what he could and couldn't say. And he came on last week and he uh, he was definitely a lot more relaxed and down to earth. And because he he just uh, he just declared for the draft. So he was like, I'm a free man. Fuck and all it. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was, it was cool talking to him because he uh, he kind of gave some insight on uh like what's going on in the program and all that kind of stuff, um, which was interesting. But we don't have any uh, we don't have any guests coming up. I think uh, we're gonna try to get John Brady back on. He uh, he was the LSU basketball coach um, maybe 15 years ago, okay. uh, and he does color for the radio on radio for LSU basketball. What's up, Cole? Uh, and um, so we'll probably get him on soon with basketball going on. Um. That's about it. Uh, we, we, uh, yeah, no, like I said earlier, we're just having fun right now. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, the new offensive coordinator and passing game coordinator hires? Yeah, you know, I was actually going to ask what y'all thought about that. If y'all have any thoughts, I mean, it's like it's these two guys that you know you don't really know anything about. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't I feel good about it because you know, like we asked, like Coach O went straight to Joe Brady and was like, "Hey, who do you recommend to like?" do your offense like if we wanted to just do like a carbon copy of your thing and these are the guys that he recommended and you know i I think i think that's definitely uh, a a good place to have your head at um but you know like i said you don't know anything about these guys jake pete's has never called plays um ever so (laughs) i I just i don't know we'll see I mean, I think it could be really good, but at the same time, yeah. you got to be careful with stuff like this because you might be just chasing that chasing ghosts, and I don't know if that's something that's like, yeah. You know, maybe, I don't. I don't mean to be rude, but was it a one trick pony? Not necessarily like the combo. Yeah. The combo of having an all time quarterback, an all time team, and a future and a future NFL head coach yeah. or college head coach and Joe Brady. Yeah. Uh, and I also don't understand the obsession with having to have a pass game coordinator. I understood it when Brady came yeah. on, but I don't need, and now that inspinger has gone, I don't think it's that big of a deal that you need to have both, but. Yeah, no, I actually oh, agree. Oh, there he I, is. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, uh, the light on behind me was fucking with the lighting. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I had someone ask us this week about, uh, like, what is the obsession with having a passing game quarter? They asked that exact thing. Uh, and it made me think, and I was like, I don't know. I, would, I don't know why we feel like we have to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I actually really don't know. It, it's – I think it's just that's what we did in 2019, and it worked <laughs> really well. So, I think Coach O's just like, let's just try to do it again. Yeah, that kind of thing. But and especially with a guy like Jake Peets, you know, he's never called plays. So maybe get two guys in there right. that haven't called plays get, to get, get, get two guys <laughs> that have never called plays and maybe yeah. two is better than one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of like 
Jordy said, like, to me, it just kind of felt like you're chasing that magic again, right? Yeah. yeah. But I understand, like, wanting to hire from the prestigious trees, but is Joe Brady even of that prestigious tree yet? You know, like. Oh, he is in Baton Rouge. Oh, I, I get that. But, yeah. like, has he even had the time to instill, like, his knowledge on these guys yet? Yeah. Or is it just. Hey, Joe Brady, send the best you got, you know? Yeah. No, well, I think the big thing that people see in Baton Rouge is just that, like, you know, we've had these athletes, and we know that if they were in the right system, that they could just – you could plug them into the right – if you plug them into the right system, they will, like, compete for national championships every single year. Oh, yeah. Know, except for except for when you lose 20 guys to the draft and, you know, have – I mean, that was the greatest college football team of all time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's 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 hard to it's hard to you know bounce back after that. Um, uh, especially in a COVID world. I mean, Jesus Christ, the the odds were so far stacked against us. I don't know what we were thinking, like thinking that we might be able to repeat. Um, so I think that when when Cocho tries to go back and tries to just keep the same offensive system that speaks to a lot of LSU fans. And like, I think a lot of LSU fans will think like that this offensive system is with the talent that we have on offense. Like, I mean, you saw Kayshawn Butte went for 300 yards receiving. Oh, we could possess there at the end of the game. What's that? I said, we, he gave us fits at the end of our game. Right. And, you know, I actually wonder if, um, if Max Johnson would have played against y'all, if he would have started that game instead of TJ Finley, if if maybe we would have had a better shot at beating y'all, uh, the way our defense played that game. And granted, it was uh, it was very rainy, but yeah. I, I think Max Johnson was. I don't know if y'all watched the Florida game and the Ole Miss game, but Max Johnson was clearly better than TJ Finley. So is, uh, you know, is Finley going to stick around? Is there going to be an open competition this year? There's a lot of speculation that Finley's going to leave at the uh, at some point this offseason. Um, maybe he sticks around for the spring and sees if he can, you know, maybe win the job, and then after that he might transfer. But I the the vibe I'm getting is that he is going to transfer. I don't have any sources on that or anything. It's just kind of the, right. the vibe I get. Uh, we have Garrett Nussmeyer coming in, who I think is better than him. Yeah. Max Johnson is better than him. Miles Brennan is better than him. So he's – Oh you know, shit! I forgot all about. In, Brian. in my opinion, he's the fourth guy. Um, yeah. yeah but, so Max Johnson may not even be your starter. I forgot about Brennan. Yeah, no, Max Johnson probably isn't the starter. Yeah. Although that that's the that's the next thing we're probably going to talk about with football is um, what does the quarterback battle look like in the spring, or is it a quarterback battle? And yeah. I think it should be a quarterback battle. I think you know Max Johnson with those last two games has definitely earned the right to have a shot at the job. You know. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, Miles is going into his fifth year, so maybe you want to just give him the job. I don't think that would be a good call, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where Coach O's The program would make him earn it. Right, exactly. Um, right, yeah, he should have no problem earning it. Does anyone know? As the know? fifth-year guy. He shouldn't have problems earning the job. Right, right, yeah. No, I completely agree. If he can't earn the job, then he shouldn't start his fifth year, you know. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, if, if Max Johnson looks like he's better, because I actually, we, we got into a little debate with some guy on Twitter um, maybe three weeks ago. I think it was after the Ole Miss game. 
and he was saying I wouldn't want to play for a coach who doesn't uh, who doesn't reward guys for sticking around for a long time. Wow. And my my response to that was I wouldn't want to play for a coach who doesn't play his best players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would prefer. I would prefer my coach to play the guys who are going to give us the best chance to win. Was this a Longhorn? Because that sounds about that they kind of feel like Tom Herman was just playing the guys that had paid their dues. Yeah, Mac Jones just got hurt. My plus five hundred bet might hit. Look at this, Brian Robinson. Oh, he's still in. You're like three plays. So so you were talking. We were talking about the the turnover from the team last year, and I think a lot of the turmoil issues right now in LSU is just because the expectations were too high. You know, if if think so, and and fans are like that. It's going to be like that all the time. But if if there was shouldn't have been preseason ranked, they should have came into the year thinking this is going to be a rebuilding year you know maybe we hit something special but most likely it's going to be a struggle yeah and if you go with that mindset i think that you look at this and like yeah it wasn't good but right. we'll be better instead of you know what yeah. the hell are we doing right and my my uh my uncle slash co-host uh tends to be a roller coaster rider so <laughs> if uh if we lose to auburn by 37 points he's like the program is in shambles. Uh, we need to clean house. And, you know, he's a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> but if we beat Florida because an asshole throws a shoe, he's like, oh, the program's completely turned around. Like, Coach O's doing such a great job and all this. Um, yeah. But I can't even remember. What what was the question you asked? I don't even remember where I was going. That was just basically about <laughs> expectations in the LSU program. Yeah, for this okay, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, that like this isn't the this isn't where the LSU program is at, you know. Like we're not at. A, uh, there goes Mac Jones again. Uh, Slade Bolden, another Louisiana guy. Man, I hate to see that. Uh, this isn't where the LSU program is at. Like this is the outlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. This isn't like we're not going to be like this every year. Like COVID hit, we lost a crazy number of guys to the draft. Um. You know, our starting quarterback got hurt in game three. Uh, there's just so many things you couldn't have planned for that happened this year that aren't going to happen in the normal year. Right. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where I sit on that. Do you uh, if you need to hop off, you can. We're, we're going to talk your ear off as long as we can. But no, you're good. I thought I was planning on going out, but my roommate and all of them just got here, so I guess I'm not. <laughs> going. So, so I had a I, I had a question about the DC hire, or oh yeah the, no the, uh, the process. right the process where where do y'all stand on it right now yeah. as fans? I I haven't even processed the whole Marcus Freeman thing yet because I thought we had him, I thought it was done, uh, and a lot of a lot of people in Baton Rouge like there there are some guys that are like insiders but they're I mean they they kind of just like don't know shit. But they recycle they, news. They, they recycle news, exactly. And uh, Football Scoop said that, like, it was probably going to happen, that we were going to get Freeman. And Jacob Hester on the radio said that, like, the deal was on the one-yard line of getting done. And then all of a sudden he is now uh, Notre Dame's defensive coordinator. So now he's just – he's out the picture. And that happened while I was, like, playing basketball. So I, I finished playing basketball, checked my phone – and no, we no longer have Marcus Freeman. So at this point, I don't even know where we go. My biggest uh, 
candidate would have been Zach Arnett from uh, Mississippi State. Uh, I think that three-three-five and like very multiple style defense fits what we're doing really well. There's a uh, there's a lot of smoke of Arnett to Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. There's smoke of everybody to Texas. Texas That's is like so true. <laughs> Yeah, Texas, Texas thinks they're getting fucking Nick Saban as their analyst. Texas thinks they're going to get Corey Raymond, our DB coach. Yeah, that Every ain't happening. Every single team thinks they're getting Corey Raymond. We've been trying to get Corey Raymond to college station. Y'all, y'all, y'all tried to get him last we year. We tried to get him four times. Yeah. <laughs> We've, I, I, I'm pretty sure A&M has thrown some fat checks at him, and he has turned it down. Yeah, I know, I know they well, have. Every time A&M's done that, he's gotten a pay raise over here. Right. So, I mean, yeah, just keep keep offering them well, money. We're going to we, keep upping it. We should have learned better by trying to steal John Chavis. But, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was that was the – that like, Les Miles got off so good on that whole deal. Uh, although, I mean, we got Kevin Steele the next year, and that didn't go very well. But then the very next year, we got Dave Aranda, which obviously went really well. Yeah. Um, Although Les Miles didn't get to stick around for longer than four games. Of the- <laughs> well, we, we saved Les Miles' job for one more year. Yeah, was that? A and M saved Les Miles' job for one more year. Dude, he saved he saved Coach O's job too. Yeah, A and M saved Coach O's job. Yeah, we got yeah, Coach O hired. We basically yeah. gave y'all the natty. You're welcome. Well, so. <laughs> A&M, y'all are playing like 40 chess over there because, like, <laughs> if, if you don't beat LSU in, what was that, 2015, then uh, we would have hired Jimbo Fisher that year. No, so, if we would have beat y'all. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. If y'all do that, we have Jimbo Fisher probably. Yep. And then, but y'all beat us, so we kept less miles. Jimbo sticks around in Florida State for another year. Then we get Coach O, and now y'all have Jimbo. Yeah. And it's just I don't I don't know how y'all thought that yeah, through. Yeah, big that's <laughs> over here. That's that's actually that's Scott Woodward. That's our AD now. So yes, yeah, yeah. hey Scott. Yeah, I said it from I've Scott Woodward we talking about. If you took the, the second mention Scott of Scott Woodward, Woodward now too. Wait, what's that? This We've is the second mention of Scott Woodward on this uh, show too. Oh yeah, yeah. But I love Scott Woodward. I think I he's think he's a great AD. Badass. I mean, he actually he went to the same high school that I did. Oh no shit. Yeah. So he got us Jimbo Fisher, and he got us Buzz Williams. Yeah, love both. I thought Buzz Williams was an incredible hire. Love both of those. I I would, but I I don't know if he's getting roasted on the internet or not. But uh, I I would be patient with Buzz because his his most talented players are 17 years old right now. He's a program builder. We have a five star coming in next year. We'll be fine. Yeah, no, he did such a good job at Virginia Tech. I would definitely give him time. Yeah, he's only in his like he's only been there for a year and a half. Yeah. Buzz Williams has a very long leash, but yeah. anyways, no, so, so I don't want to Kennedy. Right. So I don't want to rub too much salt in the wound here, but I just don't know if you oh, if God. you saw it, but they were showing the comparison of uh, Mac Jones and uh, I and glimpsed at that for a second, and then I, I I stopped looking because every time someone tries to compare someone to Joe Burrow, I just don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> because they've been comparing Kyle Trask to Joe Burrow saw all year. I just want you to know. I'll talk to you, man. I just want you to know that I had Joe Burrow. I had a terrible, terrible fantasy team, and I picked up Joe Burrow and T. Higgins, and they almost single-handedly kept me out of the last place game until the, Joe Burrow got hurt, and then I got fucked. Oh yeah, yeah. But this must be a pretty deep league if you have Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. Yeah, it's twelve-team league. Okay. So. 
Wait, why do you have Joe Burrow and T. Higgins? Because I just his team sucks. <laughs> That's why was I, bad. <laughs> my team was really bad. I well, so Jeez. I went in on I went in on uh I don't remember who I got originally at quarterback, but that oh Philip Rivers. I'm an idiot for that Dumbass one. drafted Philip Rivers before brutal. Josh Allen. That's br- oh I, I I got Josh Allen in like the I was the last one to take a quarterback in my draft and Me I got too. Josh Allen in like the thirteenth round. What I had him like all was. four of my leagues. It was amazing. Yeah, you know what the difference between Philip drafting Philip Rivers and Josh Allen was? Two places. You got third to last. I got last. Congratulations. Yeah, I also <laughs> had the best team in the league. It's total bullshit. But anyways, we're not talking fantasy football. Yeah. So, I had the best team and I won. So uh, yeah, that's, see that. See, this is the kind of guy I can get behind. Best team in one. <laughs> Hands up if you did that. There you go. There you go. That's you. Anyways, too. um, so. With the with the LSU program where it's at, yeah. If Orgeron has one more bad year, is it is he gone? Do you think that's that was a conversation we were having when we were three and five after the Alabama loss, and we were thinking, okay, we're probably going to lose out. It's going to be three and seven here, and then uh, next year, like if you go seven and five, you're probably done. But now you're at five and five, and you have some momentum. Uh, you get, let's say, you get some good coordinators. In my opinion, if you just look good next year, you're probably okay. If you go yeah. eight and four or so, you're probably safe for another year, and then the next year would be bad. But if you go, you know, if you go five hundred again, you go six and six. I would say cut them. It it just it feels a lot like Gene Chizik. Right. Yeah, that that's been a big comparison. A lot of people have been making. Yeah, and that's fair. I mean, like, it's all the things are there. You know, you got a transfer quarterback. You want a natty with him. He won the Heisman. He's one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. And then the very next year, you suck. So yeah, no, the comparisons are definitely there, and that's why these coordinator hires are so important right now. Because I mean, if you if you botch these again, you're probably done. You're probably done. And Alabama has a sophomore balling out tonight, and he looks like he's 40. What's new? I'll tell you who's going to be a problem is this Billingsley kid. Billingsley. Oh, which one is that? I, I know that Number name. 19, the tight end who runs a 4-4. Yeah, okay. Actually, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, That, that kid's going to be a problem. He probably uh, had like 100 yards against us or something. Do we know like why? Do we know why Devontae Smith is out? Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, I can call his godfather his if you want me to. <laughs> I think he broke his hand just from looking at the replay. It's what it looked like. Oh it's shit! Really? It was something. It, he would. It was something with his hand. It looked like a break the way it kind of bent. His okay, hand. If he or broke his, his hand, then I would take Jamar Chase over him in the draft. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. He's got two hands. Dude, I, I we actually we posted this picture of Jamar Chase yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw yeah, it. He, no, yeah, I dude. Didn't. He is jacked now. Is it he's like compared been, to he's Met- clearly he's been working out hard? Wait, what's that? I was about to ask, how does it compare to the DK Metcalf AJ Brown picture from a couple years ago? Oh, it's not even close to that. But <laughs> oh, like, yeah, but that's uh, not really fair. But yeah, no, that's I mean, what was he like one percent body fat or something crazy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not that. But like he's he's uh he he's bulked up a good bit. He's probably I bet you he's gained like ten pounds or so. I I I guarantee he hasn't lost any speed either. Thick old boy. Speaking of y'all's Twitter, I don't know which one of y'all was on it when you asked 
your favorite your LSU favorite LSU player from when you fell in love with LSU? Yeah, that was Matt. Okay, well, I responded with Eric Gilbert, and I don't think he liked it too much. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? I, I think he just replied with some a gif or something of. I mean, I have to <laughs> I look at it. What it was. Uh... No, I, I, it was basically. I think he said too soon. I think it was too soon. No, I, I replied too soon. It, the comment, whatever he said to him, was basically like "fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what I would have said too. I mean, that's brutal, uh, dude. He's going to Georgia, right? I don't know. We heard that he's going to Tennessee, and then we heard he's going to Georgia. Now I'm hearing that he might go to Florida and like try to follow the Kyle Pitts model. Um. I mean, Kyle we, Pitts was a badass, but he's better. About how he might have like some uh, off the field issues, uh, if you follow, if you follow what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah it, it sounds like he's a bit of a locker room distraction, anyway. So him leaving maybe isn't the worst thing. I mean, so he, it sucks uh, because he's easily the most talented tight end once Kyle Pitts is gone. But yeah, no offense to so Weidermeyer. No, he, he's more talented than Weidermeyer. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. No, he, uh, he just responded with ass. That's all I got back from him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. He said he, he, he responds to me with that pretty often. Wait, what did he say? What did he respond with? He just said ass. ass. That's, his, that's one <laughs> oh. of his go-tos. There it is. I found it. It took me for three hours, but I found it. No, so, so I think I think you're right about the, the Watermeyer thing. I think the reason I like Watermeyer as a prospect because obviously he's not more athletic or talented than he's a better blocker Pitts, though for sure. But he's a great blocker. And then yeah. in the NFL, that he fucking matters. Right. Yeah. And that's that's one of the big things with Jimbo. If you're a tight end, you go to Texas AM, you're gonna be a good blocker. Yeah. Like what, what was that other guy with the long name? Stein Sternberger. Sternberger, that's it. Oh yeah. He fumbled by the way. Um uh, I don't think he did. Oh, okay. We don't have to go. But <laughs> I don't think we're getting a resolution on that one. <laughs> Dude, I swear. Three God, years one, later. The one freaking time I come to College Station and that crap happens. Yeah. What? All time. Did you, you leave early? Any time now? No, I didn't leave early. I All was. Right. We were. We got our shit ready. I went with there. I went up there with my girlfriend, and we were getting our shit ready to go. Right after the Grant Delpit uh, interception and the knee down and all that, and because we were like, all right, we're just gonna take a knee and we're gonna it's over. And then I see that they're reviewing, and I'm like, what the fuck are they reviewing? Like this was like an obvious <laughs> yeah. play. And then they show it on the screen, and I was like, oh my god, and, <laughs> ugh, dude, that was that was some of the craziest crap I've ever seen in my life. I mean, obviously you weren't happy when you left. But no. you were there for a seven overtime game. I mean, yeah, no, and I'm never gonna forget that, and that's gonna be one of the most memorable things I've ever experienced in sports. Yeah, exactly. That's kind or of just like, like in life. Yeah, I mean, it was a five and a half hour game. That's kind of like my recollection of the 2013 A&M Alabama game. We were both top five ranked. Alabama won because they had the oh, ball yeah, last. Yeah. Amazing game. Yeah, and I it's still one that. of my favorite college football games I've ever been to. Because I, yeah, A&M lost, but we all walked out going, "Holy shit, what a game!" Yeah, that's something a lot of people say about the uh, Alabama again. It's uh, the Alabama LSU game in 2012. Yeah, uh, it was the year after oh, nine to six. To Yeldon? Yeah, that was the screen to yeah. Yeldon. Um, and <laughs> I, I was yeah, asshole. It was the screen to Yeldon. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. Uh, no, it was uh. 
it was um I was maybe 14 years old. I actually wasn't at the game. Okay, yeah, it definitely looks like Devonta Smith's hand is broken. But, yeah, I wasn't at the game, but I hear people talk about that game all the time. Scott Van Pelt was at the game, and he talks about that. He still talks about that game to this day and how the atmosphere in the stadium was just unbelievable because it was the year after 9-6 to six in overtime and the national championship game rematch yeah. when they beat yeah. us 21 to nothing. Um and, you know, they come to Baton Rouge and everyone's, like, losing their minds. Uh, and that was actually the start of Alabama. We still haven't beat them since then uh, at home. We haven't beaten them at home since 2010. Uh, but the, the atmosphere in that stadium was just insane. Yeah. I thought – was it 2010 that a played LSU in the Cotton Bowl then? It was, yeah, 2010. Yeah. 2011. That was the uh, that was the Tyron Matthew coming out party. Actually. Yeah, Tyron Matthew yeah, yeah. destroyed yeah. us. Yeah, him and Eric Reed went off too. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Jefferson, y'all made Jordan Jefferson look like a Heisman contender. We tend to do that with shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> so. Him and uh, Terrence Tolliver, who's one of my favorite LSU players of all Terrence time. Tolliver is from down the road. Is he really? I think he's from Hempstead. Oh, really? Yeah, which is oh, yeah, I knew he was from Texas. I didn't know he was... Yeah, so he he's a. Uh... So Hempstead's probably like 35 minutes from where Clayton and I grew up. Okay. And, and it's about maybe, I would say less, but right around an hour from College Station. Okay. Maybe he had a little extra to play for that day. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, nah, dude, Hempstead's like 35 minutes. Nah, 45 minutes from College Station. Myth that. I said hour max. Um, anyway, ever I legit, I legit thought we were going to win that of- cod bowl. What? I said I legit thought we were gonna win that Cotton Bowl after oh, we went up early. I was like, fire. I was like, oh, we got this. LSU, nah, we got this. Yeah, we were wrong. Yeah, the rest the of the best, game didn't go like that. The that best was, thing we thought there was a such thing as Les Miles uh, bowl game magic, uh, <laughs> and we thought that like the Mad Hatter was like the Mad Hatter. He was like a like closet genius. Yeah. The best thing to ever come out of Jordan Jefferson was his brother. Yeah, which one though? I'm just, just kidding. It was definitely the youngest one. But, uh, um, yeah, no, the, I, I just wish there was another Jefferson brother because they all seem to be pretty fucking good athletes. Uh, Ricky Jefferson would have been a really good safety if he wouldn't have torn his ACL his senior year, too. What was he his was other brother's name? For a while. What's that? What was his other brother's name? The middle brother was Ricky Jefferson. He was, uh, he was starting safety uh, in 20, 2015, and then he tore his ACL at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I don't remember him, but yeah, he, yeah 2015. Well, you didn't remember didn't really him because he tore his ACL. LSU team because right. we were getting our shit kicked in the whole time. Yeah, so. That was yeah, no, that was the year Les Miles should have been fired. And we should have got Jimbo, but yo, know, I actually had a conversation. Darius Geis ran for 400 yards on our ass. Ugh, oh, that's know. the one. That's the one. Me and Jordy. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So A and M, you know, we stand up the whole time in the student section. So me and Jordy, we are cheering for LSU at this point to score because the only way we win is if we score as well and score a two-point conversion and come back that way because we weren't going to stop LSU. So we just hope they scored as fast as possible. This is late in the game when we're getting our shit kicked in. Uh Cold as fuck. And me and Jordy sat down to drink some whiskey. That was in a uh, water bottle that was, you know, nice. brought into the game. Love to see it. 
and we got I've yelled whiskey at out by of a, uh, I've drank whiskey out of a Ziploc bag before, so you're you're ahead of me. I've taken a dip out of a Ziploc bag, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, How do you pack that? What? How do you pack? Uh, you just gotta, you know, dig it in there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> AT&T Stadium used to take it away, so I had to pack it in a Ziploc. Right. But anyways, um, so we got screamed at by these freshman fucks who were like, stand up. We don't sit down for the act. The student section's fucking empty. We're getting killed. Stand up. We don't sit down for the Aggies. Jordy just turns around drunk as shit. Fuck you, bitch. I've been here six years. Let me oh, let me fantastic. let me reemphasize that I said "fuck you, bitch" to a guy, not to a woman. Yes, yes, <laughs> woman. Uh, guy, I, wouldn't, guy. I wouldn't blame either way. <laughs> <laughs> this little freshman fuck was like, "You beat a bunch of two percenters. Why don't you just leave like the rest?" And I was like, "I have stood here for six years. Fuck you, bitch. I've been for so long, and I, this is the worst shit I've ever seen." I just so when you say off. two percenters, do you mean like two percent milk? <laughs> it's an A and M thing. Oh, where what is that? Stay like ninety eight percent of the student body will stand the entire game, stay the entire game, and be supportive of their team no matter how good or bad we are. Then the other two percent. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard that before. I it's, genuinely thought you meant two percent milk. It's no. a fair assumption. Only A and M. Which would work too because that's the inferior milk. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. No, I thought that was like some sort of bitch milk. I was like, I have two percent milk in my fridge. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. We have Twelve more pass attempts here for Justin Fields. How many more? Oh god. Twelve more. This is getting brutal. You huh? need twelve more pass attempts. Yeah. Well, he keeps fucking running the ball like a pussy. <laughs> I don't think my in-game uh, not. Ohio State plus nine and a half is going to hit. Yeah, that was a stupid bet. Yeah, I threw a little. I didn't throw much at it. They keep but, Mac Jones's girlfriend like they did with A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron did better. A.J. McCarron's girlfriend was hot as fuck. Dude, I remember seeing her after the Iron Bowl and being like, damn. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that he lost, but – Jesus Christ, he is winning. He, he didn't he really did not lose. <laughs> yeah, he, he came out of that night a winner. Except for having that dumbass <laughs> chest tattoo. What oh, God, dude, that was so... Oh. I remember making fun of him so much. It was man, like he was in prison. He was such a douche. What Fuck a that. fucking tool, man. Oh, and so so he was the one that got I'm Johnny. I'm so glad that, like, the one time A&M beat Alabama, it was against him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Makes me happy. Fuck that, dude. That was uh that was I mean other than last year that was the last time LSU beat them too was his freshman year, really? Yeah, nine to six. Oh yeah, it was that one. Right. I didn't realize he I played mean, as a freshman. Yeah, no, he was like I, it was a big deal too. It was like one of the first true freshmen to start for Alabama at quarterback, and I it was like a long time. I don't remember what the stat was, but it was a long time. All right, was that was that right after. Uh... Mr. Game Manager. Um, Greg McElroy? Yeah. Yeah, that was right after him. Hey, uh, let's play a little game. The douche or the the SEC quarterbacks you have hated the most since – let's go since, uh, I don't know, 2008, 9. Bo Wallace. End of list. Yeah, Bo – well, any any Ole Miss quarterback, really. I mean, like the first one I was going to mention was Chad Kelly, right. 
Oh, yeah. Chad uh, Kelly. Chad Kelly might be the dumbest motherfucker alive. He was a backup quarterback in the NFL, has the easiest job of all time. All you have to do is not fuck up. Right. Busted drunk driving. Yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. You're making right. $4 million a year to hold a goddamn clipboard. Call an Uber. You know, like, I would actually, I would mention uh, Johnny Manziel here, but like. No, you can't. Oh, no, he was a douche. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was. But like, I loved it at the same time. He so, was because, I, and I was able to love it because he never beat my. It that's the thing. Like, if you never beat LSU, then like I, I really don't have many issues with you. You know right. what I mean? So like every every Alabama quarterback, like fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, except <laughs> yeah. for Jalen Hurts, I like Jalen Hurts. He's a yeah. he seems like a solid dude. He's hard. He's hard too. I also like Tua. Um, but who was that dude? That really ugly dude in 2015. Coker. When they won the Coker, dude, oh, fuck Jake Coker, Coker, man. Dude. I can't stand that guy. Oh, fuck Coker. Dude, he sucks. No and he thought he was so good. I, I hate um, Jake Fromm. Yes. Okay, I can get fuck behind Jake that. Fromm. Absolute most, most of the reason I hate Jake fraud. Fromm is because he, like you said, fraud. He is a fraud. He's... I, if you go look back at our website, I have a page, some uh, article somewhere where I did the math, and they've they won like five games his entire career. Anytime he threw the ball more than twenty five times, really? I, yeah, I mean he he they were like five and twelve anytime he threw the ball more than twenty five times. It's like a quarterback should be able to throw the ball at least thirty times without putting your team at jeopardy. <laughs> like imagine, that is, that imagine if. That. Imagine yeah. if Kirby Smart decided Justin Fields was his guy. Well, yeah, I mean they'd be in the national championship game right now. Yeah, yeah. they'd be playing Alabama right now. Right? Yeah. No, they they may have beat them in the next. Oh SEC yeah, it, yeah, already. that's true. Um, like, actually, I guess they would have got fucking routed by Alabama. And, but and I saw some. It'd be really good. Where Georgia fans were like, Kirby Smart's the guy. He's just got to find his quarterback. <laughs> he found him. Yeah, he just let him go. Yeah. He just chose Jake Fromm's dumbass over him. Now, granted, I think I think he's got something here with JT Daniels. I was really hoping LSU would get JT Daniels, actually. But uh, I think I, I think, I think JT Daniels is legit. He's not he's, Justin Fields, but he's no, good. definitely not, definitely not. But I think uh, Kirby's definitely more comfortable with a pocket guy like that, and yeah. you know, I don't think he knows what to do with a with a guy who's able to run. I think he. Because you remember whenever he would put Justin Fields in that year, that uh, what was that, 2018? He, he put him put in, a punt, in. in a fake punt. Oh my god, that was so terrible! And like, but every time Justin Fields came in, it was like it was like he was Taysom Hill or something. It was like yeah. you knew you knew he was just going to run. They wouldn't let him throw, and he's the number one quarterback out of high school. It's not like he doesn't have a good arm. He's going to be a fucking like top five pick in the NFL draft. I, I yeah. yeah. I didn't mean, no, I think like you could have made him manage that. You could have made him a pocket passer and he could have done it. Like Justin Fields could have been just a straight up pocket passer. Right. He could do it. And like, yeah. And just like, just let him like, just run your offense. And, but like, he just has the option to run if he sees it. When shit breaks down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what, what, I don't understand what the, you don't have to like design run plays for him. You don't, I, that's, that's a big problem that he has right now. I'm sure that's exactly what he would have done with uh, what's his what's his face from Wake Forest that transferred in. Oh, oh, that dude's <laughs> fucking terrible! Don't yeah. get dude, that dude was so overhyped. Son of a bitch. The season. 
Jamie Newman. That was his Jamie name. Newman. Yeah, he Where's J Boy when we need him? Jamie Newman fucking stinks. He's terrible. Yeah, no, I dude, he was so overhyped before they everyone was like, oh, oh they found God. their they they found their Justin Fields replacement. The dude had like the fifth best odds to win the Heisman. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Anyway, dude, you remember before the year Miles Brennan had the uh was it the second or third best odds to win the Heisman? Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, yeah. Uh, that was that was that but, was uh, that was and then as soon as Georgia signed, or gets uh, JT Daniels transferred. Jamie Newman dips out like a little bitch because he knew he yeah. wasn't going to win the job. Yeah. But either way, I think Kirby Smart is uh, Mark Richt incarnate. Yeah. He did not catch I mean, that ball. Yeah, that's a, that's a drop for sure. Yeah. But, uh, nice. yeah no, I, I agree with you, though. Like, I think uh, – I think Kirby Smart is Mark Rick. He he recruits a little better right now. A little and bit. Think, but uh, how long think, does that last? I think I think they're about to have a little investigation that's gonna uh that's gonna I saw that cut some of that up a little bit. Uh, yep. getting get in the way of a lot of these uh you know, these Ojalari type fellas that they, they get a lot all the time. Yeah. Uh and, I, and, I, dude, you know they got some serious bagmen over there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. I I can't talk too much shit because LSU also has some bag men. I mean, yeah. uh, they got a hospital. Shit, fucking... they have a whole butt bag hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a good one. Uh, I mean, LSU's on HBO uh, with Will Wade talking about how strong his offer was to Javante Smart. Oh god. <laughs> but anybody that doesn't think that happens everywhere is out of their yeah, mind no it does happen well everywhere. so that's why that tweet said georgia and tennessee got sloppy and now they're getting investigated it's right. it, it that tweet acknowledges that everybody's doing it and it's a we we do it yeah. this way if you break the rules in this way not the ncaa's rules but our rules that are like under the table and unwritten right then you're fucked Right, I love that. I love that wording too. Sloppy, sloppy. Like, yeah, you didn't you didn't cover your tracks. Right? No, they didn't get a burner phone like Hugh Freeze. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Hugh Freeze didn't get a burner phone. That's the problem. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no. I remember, you remember when Lane Kiffin got got hired? Uh, the first thing someone told him was uh, make sure you get a burner phone. <laughs> Dude, I just I don't I don't care if I were able to do podcasting for a living or not. I just want to make enough friends and meet enough people. To where I can get some stories about these coaches and what goes on behind. Yeah, them. yeah so, no, we had uh, we had KJ Malone on. He was a offensive lineman for LSU a few years ago. His dad, you may have heard of him. He uh, he goes by the Mailman. Oh uh, shit! Okay. Uh, and he was telling us some stuff about like because uh, you remember Matt Canada for LSU and he yep. he ran all his jet sweeps and everything. And he was telling us about because we. I wasn't going to ask about it, but uh, my uncle Matt uh, was just, just straight up asked like, Hey, so like, was there any tension between less uh, coach O and miles? Uh, I mean, uh, Matt Canada. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Like they, uh, they would, they would fight all the time in the locker room. Oh, like not like physically or anything, but right. like, they were getting like pretty big arguments in the locker room. I was like, shit. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think you would up. answer that question. <laughs> it's it's shocking how often these guys are just like willing to answer questions like once they're out of the program and stuff right 
Well, that's so, like uh, those guys that'll be like, yeah, I was paid $100,000 at Texas. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, And fuck, nobody does a fucking thing. No, nobody it doesn't does matter. Anything, but they're not scared to come out and say Dude, anything. that's why that whole thing with like Odell passing out $100 bills after the national championship game, that was like that was so overhyped. Number one, Odell's a dumbass, shouldn't have done it. Number Dude, he two. Was on, he was on some – he was on like lean or something. Yeah. He was on Number something. two, it doesn't fucking matter. All the players handed it back. Right. 100% of <laughs> the game. And it, I love how like, LSU comes out and says, he's not allowed to come to a game for a whole oh, year. Oh, right. you mean during COVID? No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually longer than a year. I think it was like a couple, a few years. I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. I, I might've been thinking of the, Bull ban that they sell. Oh yeah, no, the bull ban. That was some. Yeah, that was some we're three and five. Bull ban. <laughs> we will not play Utah State. No. Hey, hey, we would have played against Indiana in the Outback Bowl, but uh, and would have won. Yeah, yeah, actually, we probably yeah. would have won. Indiana is uh, the biggest fucking fraud I've seen in ten years in college football. Ah, come on, they didn't have Michael Penix. Yeah, that dude fucking football. stinks. Oh, he. Well, I mean, he was. Good. He's a baller. He's just not. He got injured. He's not a quarterback. He got injured. The LSU guy should know what it's like to have a quarterback that's not a quarterback. Ooh, yeah, we've had a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Jennings to start. Ooh, that was a bad one. That was brutal. That was a bad one. That has to hurt. God damn. No, the <laughs> lost it doesn't get any worse than Danny Etling's bitch ass. No, no, no. Oh, dude, Danny Etling threw quarterback three quarterback we ever lost to was the preseason Heisman at Auburn. The um, Oh, Jeremy Johnson. That guy. We dude, lost he to him. sucked. We <laughs> lost to him. We Yo, lost to Jeremy fucking Johnson. He was bad. He was really bad. I know. He was benched, <laughs> and then his replacement got hurt. Sean White. He had to play. Yeah, um, I remember that. And we fucking lost. It was sleeting at that game. I was in the third fucking deck, leaning up Holy against crap. the fence in the back. How do you remember that game? I remember starting the game, and I remember walking out of the game almost fighting an Auburn fan. Wait, which game? Where were we playing this game? That was when we. That, that was, was when we threw Kyle. That's it's, when we threw paper airplanes on the field. That's paper airplane game. Oh, man, I don't remember. God, I barely remember that game. You were drunk as shit. <laughs> so, in that game, we yeah, had I'll to hold you, up signs. In 2014, I don't remember. I, I remember maybe one game. In the, in the Auburn game, we had to hold up signs to, like, fight cancer or something at halftime. And then after halftime – we all made paper airplanes out of the signs and were tossing them everywhere onto the field and stuff. And it became a real hazard. Yeah. No, not yeah, really. We, actually, we, did a, we did a similar thing against Auburn. Uh, the student section did, except. Uh, Y'all probably won. We, yeah, no, this was in 2019. Uh, so, yeah, we won. We beat everybody that year. Um, <laughs> we, uh, there were a bunch of guys that uh, they would take their condoms and they would blow them up into little balloons, and then they just throw them. And they would keep landing on the field. And right when they would land on the field, they would pop. Oh. And they were just like little – you could see like little like plastic like things all over the field. And it was like, those are all condoms. Oh, That's my the most God. LSU shit I've ever heard in my it life. Was, dude, it was fucking hilarious. That was one of the most fun games I've ever been. We didn't play very well in that game. We yeah. fucking almost lost Oh, we only, lost, we only won by 25, you know. No, we won by three. Oh. 
Yeah, no, that was a close game. It was weird. It was like it was like yeah. it was probably the worst game we played all year. Was that um, late in the year? No, um, that was the that was uh that was the game before Bama. So it was kind of a look ahead spot. Um, yeah. although I mean, like it wasn't too much of a look ahead spot because Auburn was a top ten team, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, we we didn't play very well. In that it's game. wild that Auburn and I think they ended up with like four or five losses, and Texas with three or four losses gave y'all y'all's best games last year. Yeah, well, no, it was weird. The we LSU Texas game, LSU was, was a completely game. different team. No, I get that, but just that was not the same LSU team late in the year. No, no you're right. No, we definitely no, we I'm peaked from the outside looking year. in. Like when you look back at everything. And how everything played out, it's still a little interesting that that's yeah. No, Texas was as close as anybody to beating us. Yeah. Um, If we don't, uh, if we don't convert on that third and seventeen play at the end of that game, uh, Texas probably wins that game because our defense couldn't stop them in the second half. I feel like that drive though was the first time I saw Joe Burrow and was like, "This dude's legit." Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember early in that game. Kirk Herbstreit was like, this dude, uh, this dude could win the Heisman. Yeah. Uh, although I wasn't watching it on TV, I was at the game. But uh, oh, by the way, I heard y'all talking about Sam Ellinger earlier. Y'all don't think Sam Ellinger's good? No. Okay. Uh, is this a, this is an A and M thing, huh? No, no, no. Look at what they did in the bowl game without Sam Ellinger. Were they better? They, or worse? I don't know. I didn't watch that game. Okay. I didn't hear. So about their backup quarterback threw for like torch. and a half. Like, Who did they play? Colorado. I mean, they played Colorado. Okay. But Sam Ellinger wasn't moving the fucking ball. Right. I didn't watch, dude, I didn't watch, like, hardly Sam Ellinger. So, I, I think when Sam Ellinger Sam, came in, he was a good quarterback recruit, and and I don't know what happened, but he digressed after his sophomore year. He played really good. Or whatever he, he he digressed after the LSU game. Every game he played after that was worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse and worse. And then he he, I don't know if he was actually hurt or if he had been playing hurt, but he kind of it kind of looked like he got benched. And then they said he had an injury and had been playing with it, but uh-huh. he didn't really take like a hard hit or anything. So yeah, I don't maybe I just haven't watched enough there. Sam Ellinger since that game against LSU because. I mean, I mean, dude, in that in that game against us, that was one of the better quarterback performances I've ever seen outside sure. of Joe Burrow playing on the other side of him. And I think he also had uh, two NFL wide receivers. Yeah. Probably three. Colin, Colin Johnson – four. Colin Johnson. Duvernay. Duvernay uh, who's the third one? Uh, the – Will Jordan. Will Jordan. Will Jordan wasn't on that team. He wasn't? They had uh, Eagles, though. Eagles is really yeah, good. Yeah, Eagles is an NFL receiver. And then yeah. Josh Moore, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, that's French. But So, my thing my thing with Ellinger is he's a good – he's a very good college quarterback for any program. He was going to be good. He's I not an NFL quarterback. To Moore. I, I mean, Kellen Mond. I, I, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Yeah, he, him and Kellen Mond, for me, are the same level. What? Yeah, the same quarterback. Different offenses. Yeah. They're the same quarterback – one gets shit on. One oh is lauded as this see that fucking blood. amazing quarterback. Yeah. But also, Sam Ellinger's playing against quarterback, twelve defenses. Has Rough. any quarterback done less with more talent in a better situation than Sam Ellinger? You mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, he's facing yeah. big 12 defenses every week. He has talent all around him. Yeah. And he's never – he's never even – he's never had better than a two-win – or a two-loss season. Right. No, he's a great uh, – he's a great preseason Heisman dark horse pick. He's a – oh, <laughs> not really even a dark guy. horse. Yeah. I, everybody was ready to give it to him, but uh, – <laughs> I remember – yeah, no, he, he, was would, there, he, definitely, he was up there with Miles Brennan. Yes, yeah, he, yeah, was, he was up there with Miles Brennan. <laughs> but the dude, the dude never won a Big Twelve championship. Yeah, like no, no I mean it. Yeah, no. If you if you're talking about in terms of like what have you done, it, he hasn't done much. That's for sure. Um, but it, it, I don't know. It, I do. I just have that that game that I went to just so, so ingrained in my head that it's like the best game of his career. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it is the best game of his career. That would be like also part of it. That just happens to be the game I was attending. That's like also <laughs> part of it is Ellinger is very similar to Mond in this sense, and that he's a fucking gamer. So when yeah. he backs up against the wall is when he plays best. Right now with Kellen Mond, like the few times I've seen him play, like watch him from the beginning of the game to the end, was when he. I mean, he's. In the past two years, he's thrown for 200 yards against LSU, like total. So that that's my my Kellen Mond bias is exactly the opposite of my Sam Ellinger bias. Those two right, so if you, if games you, were the worst of his career, worst games. Of right, his exactly. Career. Yeah, no. So it's definitely not a fair thing that I'm putting on Kellen Mond here. But right. if you go back to the if you go back to the uh, 29 2018 game, yeah, the seven overtime, the seven overtime game. He right, yeah, no, he played pretty well in that game. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Well, so if you go and look – so if you pick the Florida game from this year or even the Clemson game from Kellen's sophomore year, where yeah, he threw 400 yards, yeah. and if those were the only games you watched to Kellen, you would have been like, oh, shit, like this dude's a baller. Yeah. Whereas, like, you could – and there's probably games where freaking uh, – like, imagine if the only game you watched of Danny Etling was against Texas A&M. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, we have a we have a full campaign in Baton Rouge uh, that people like to say Danny Etling is a good quarterback, and uh, <laughs> if you watch that game, you'd say Danny Etling is a great quarterback. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, we make shitty quarterbacks look good. It's a tradition yeah. unlike any other. At <laughs> My favorite. Y'all made y'all made T.J. Finley look like a shit quarterback. Yeah. Y'all made a lot of T.J. Finley his job. Yeah. And y'all did make Shay Patterson look like a fucking Heisman candidate. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you talking about that last time we talked. I'll never let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think with uh, – it looks like Bama's got this in the bag. Yeah, this looks about as good as over. Yeah. I just can't wait to see Ohio State get the last score, so I hit that bet. I have yeah, – uh, I heard you talking about that. <laughs> I have the uh, Justin Fields over pass attempts, so my night is complete. I'm two for two with the. Oh, over. you hit it! You hit the hit, over. Yeah, he hit thirty-one. I needed twenty-nine and a half over, so uh, nice. I hit it on that last drive. So he's at thirty-one. So last year when LSU was playing in the championship, uh, my uncle, uh, I think he laid down. This was before we were doing the podcast. He laid down eight bets, like just like little prop bets, and like I think he took like LSU on the line, and like he took the over. 
uh, and he laid like a bunch of little prop bets down, and he went eight for eight oh, on, on the night. I gotta get him. I gotta get him to send me the uh, the picture that he sent me at the end of the night with like his full card. Yeah, because uh, he went. He went. He won all eight of them, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I mean, like, could your night get any better? Your team <laughs> fucking won, and you went. You win the national championship. Yeah. And you win like a fuck ton of money. He won. <laughs> he won like a thousand dollars that night. Jesus. Yeah. No, he had, he had a good night. <laughs> what? Uh, have they legalized sports gambling in Louisiana yet? No. No. Well, actually, I'm actually. I think we did. I think we just did actually. I mean, um, a lot of in Maryland. Of it's it, i think we did but it's like gonna take them a little bit to like uh to get like all the way through or i don't know i don't i don't follow I, it so enough. what i need is harris, i voted but i didn't follow it very well i need harris to get a sports book asap is what i'm getting at oh yeah yeah because i'm tired of having to fly to vegas when i could just hop in a car for the weekend and drive and come yeah. back yeah well, well, we to- always uh if we ever need to do any gambling we always just go to biloxi is it? Oh, okay. It's like it's like two hours away from here. Yeah, we always just go over to. Uh, do they have sports books there or no? Yeah, they do. Ooh, yeah. It's a little bit why further. Why don't you go all the way there, Jordy? Why don't you just go to like Charles? They don't have sports. Oh yeah, I would do that. That's what gambling. that's what I was getting at. Is once Louisiana has sports gambling, right. I just fucking drive. Y'all don't have sports gambling in Texas? Shit. Not not at. Huh? We don't have any. Not legally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of. Um, I am. I am not recording in Texas, and I. And if I were, I do not have any bets on the game tonight. Yeah, so, by the way, I actually, me and my roommate found a little loophole for uh, online gambling, and like, if you buy, um, so if you buy Bitcoin, then you can, uh, you can do like online sports gambling on BetDSI, and like, it's just like a little, like they don't like check your location or anything like that. Uh. And that's, I just, how we've been, that's how we've been getting by this year. I, I found a website. We've lost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Doherty uses a website that starts with B and rhymes with. Nada. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah. yeah, Andrew, you have been real good at the Mad Libs. You've been real good with that creativity. Oh, you want to do a Mad Pull one out. Get Jack to do one. All right, we'll do LSU. All right. I got SEC Mad Libs. Okay. Oh, We're going to do a Mad Christ. Lib. You ready? I'm in. We're going to do LSU. Okay. Holy shit, I just flipped to him. Can't, can't fake that. All right. Jordy. Give me a plural noun. What? No, this is Jack Steele. No, it's all three of you guys. Oh, okay, okay. A plural, a plural noun. Balls. Balls. Jack, give me a verb. A verb. Uh, hitting. Hidden. Or hit. Hid. H-I-T, not H-I-D. H-I-T. Yeah, H-I-T. Yeah, sorry. Clayton, your your ears work about as good as your hairline, dude. Yeah, good one. All right, fuck yeah. it. Clayton lost his turn. Jack, give or Jordy, give me a verb ending in ing. Pissing. Good one. Good one. Jack, give me a noun. 
a noun uh, post. Field goal post. Jordy, give me a male name. Ed. <laughs> Jack, give me a noun. Hospital. Say hospital. Line. Line? Line. All right, now he's back. Clayton, give me a noun. Sorry, I was sorry, I was pissing as Jordan said. <laughs> Clayton, give me a noun. Uh, rah 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 football. <laughs> Can you write that? Yeah, I got it. Have you seen the Coach O video from when he was at Ole Miss, dude? Of course, I've watched it so many times. Oh god, oh it's so great. Colonel Rib is crying. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy. I don't trust you even a little bit, but give me a verb past tense. Shat. <laughs> I go. like that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Jack, give me a color. Uh, purple. That's original. <laughs> yeah. Would you want him to say crimson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clayton, give me an adjective. Mm, an adjective. Um, fuck, I don't know. Skip me. I'm preoccupied. Sorry. Skip All right, I'm me. writing slimy. Nice. You've been watching Nickelodeon or what? Yeah. Did y'all watch that? Y'all watch yeah, that I watched it. Podcast? It was actually pretty good. It was the, the, the slime stuff is weirdly sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see Sean Payton get slimed after the game? Yeah, yeah that was great. That was and then great. the best part is, is that Mitch Trubisky's bitch ass got the MVP. Wait, what does the MVP stand for? I never learned what that stood for. It's like Nick, it was the the Nick's, Nick's valuable player. Yeah, oh, the kids basically voted online. Uh, Jordy, give me a verb. Uh, run. That's creative. I was just watching him run the ball. I don't know. No <laughs> shit. Jack, give me a noun. Helmet. Actually, shoot. Shoot. <laughs> oh, I should have said throw, and you should have said, yeah, damn. Yeah, we, then, yeah. Uh, we, we didn't collaborate there. Yeah. Clayton, give me a verb ending in ing. Um, Perfect. What did he say? Fucking. Bro, this is I told you this is a PG podcast. We, you're allowed oh, to man. say fuck one time in a PG film. No, you're not. Maybe Bro, speaking of that, PG you know what I just discovered? The Nicholas Casting tells you all about what you can say and what you can't say, dude. I just what? discovered in the Jim Carrey Grinch, he says the snow is bitching in the movie. What? Or the powder. He says the powder's bitching in the movie. When? That must be. When he's like, when he's like skiing down the mountain at the end. What? Oh man. Yeah, I just now figured that out. I I guess that's how they got their PG thirteen rating then. Yeah. Is that PG thirteen? Yeah, I think so. 
That's the only thing I think that's bad. Well, actually, there's a lot of sexual innuendos in there, but yeah, there are. But that's like all Disney movies, kind of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What else we got? What are you transferring it over, or what? All right, you all ready? Yeah, here we go. As Alabama pulls out their uh, starting quarterback to kneel out the clock, Alabama. Ohio State 24. Woody does not get the backdoor cover. Fuck they, is, is Nick Saban about to get slimed? Oh. <laughs> He'd fucking shoot him. Yeah, he would. He would. Anyway, y'all ready? Yeah, here sure. we go. Hey, balls of the SEC, whatever you do, don't hit with the pissing Tigers. You might not know that our team's post is a real live Tiger named Ed. And we always make sure he's close to the visiting team's line room. And if a live tiger doesn't scare you, the fact that we call our raw, raw, raw football Death Valley should. In fact, back in 1988, the fans shat so loud that it registered as an <laughs> earthquake. I've had a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We also rock our purple jerseys at both home and away games. And we like oh, having congrats. slimy school go po- goal posts so the players can run between the posts as they enter the field. That's pretty that works. And when the golden shoe from Tigerland starts playing, hey, fucking Tigers, you may as well just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, shit. I've been a mad in a long time. All right, Alabama won. Yeah. All right. Hey, Jack, thanks for joining us. I'm going to hop off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, we'll hopefully get y'all on. Uh, maybe if any basketball stuff together, we'll start. Yeah, do we play again? Do we play y'all again? I don't, I don't know. I honestly have watched we one should. game. I've watched one game so far. I'm, I'm not doing my best job. Was it, the, uh, was it the Cam Thomas 32-point game? Was that the one I, you watched? I watched – five minutes of that i watched that whole game yeah that was fun i was there that was fun i enjoyed that i'm so happy for you (laughs) oh yeah we we play again we play again on the 26th 26th okay yeah yeah we should should talk again before then yeah we'll we'll hop we'll hop on that week or so yeah definitely all right man take it easy thank you Well, that was a lot of fun. I am tired now. Yeah, I, it I'm is midnight awesome. here. That was fucking fun. Did y'all enjoy that as much as I did? It's a good time. Dude, that was a good time. Oh, also, um, that was a touchdown by Ohio State on that last drive. I fucking know. That was a touchdown. Whoa, the one whoa. they reviewed. He had his foot down first. His toe hit the ground. I don't know how that wasn't conclusive. It didn't matter. That wouldn't have covered, but no, but it would have it would have given him Buck? the last score of the game. It was 30 bucks. It would have given him the last score of the game. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that bet. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a touchdown. Would have given me 30 fucking dollars. And then and then on the fourth down play, that is 100% on the receiver. You know what I'm talking about? The fourth down play? I didn't see that one, but. So 
field scrambles to the right, the receiver's running across the back of the end zone, right to left in front of his face. The quarterback's running right. Don't keep running left. Stop. Yeah. So instead of stopping, he keeps running and the ball's behind him. But if he stops, it's a touchdown. Like the quarterback's running this way. Don't run away from the quarterback. Bama over or a team hitting 50 or more points hit for me. Yeah, but wasn't that like minus 300? No, it was plus 300. Oh, you didn't tell me that. You told us it was minus. I meant if it was plus plus 300. If it was plus, I would have said that's a great bet. It was plus 300. Oh, that was the part where we were recording and you forgot what plus and minus meant? Yes. Congratulations, Alabama. So I think I think this proves I think this proves that the argument of who was the four seed didn't matter. Yeah. Everyone was gonna get their shit kicked in. We just saw two all-time teams in back-to-back years. That's pretty crazy. Yep. At least two all-time offenses, at least. Which team wins? So uh, LSU, I think. I A completely don't know. healthy Alabama team? Jalen Waddle's completely healthy and Devontae Smith? Maybe Alabama. I, I, it's tough. How many does Devontae Smith go for if, if he doesn't get hurt? Well, I mean, they were throwing the ball still the entire game. 320? Over 300. Yeah, he was going to hit 300. He had 12 for 215 in the first half. Did he play in the second half at all? One series. One one target and he got injured. Yeah. Man, I wish we could have seen that. That would have been some amazing numbers. It would have been maybe the greatest national championship performance of all time. Wait, did Ohio State just lose by the same amount of points that A&M did? The exact same score, I think. I think it's the exact same score. Fuck. When they didn't have Devontae Smith the whole second half. Or Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle played. Played. He played. He was on one foot. Playing copyrighted music. We're going to get kicked off of YouTube. He was on. He played um, on one foot and they still couldn't cover him really. The exact same score. That's what I just fucking said. No, I was just confirming it. Oh. So. Tell them to give me my money. So. All righty, boys. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Everybody that may or may not still be listening, we have, we will be recording with Cole Kubelik from ESPN and SEC Network and getting that out to you Thursday or Friday. Um, until then, take it easy, and we'll see you on the other side. Deuces. Louisiana Saturday night. Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. You're still here? Yeah, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. What is the most inspiring thing I ever said to you? Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes.
shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night.